David Aldous. David Aldous. Non-stop worship. 24 hours a day. Worship Radio 247. Welcome. Welcome to the Worship Radio 247. 247. Podcast. Bringing you worship and the word of God right here on this platform. 24-7. Worship and contemporary Christian music. And taking the Father's love to the world. This is Worship Radio 247. Worship Radio 247. Taking the Father's love to the world through the power of media. Worship Radio 247. We've been broadcasting on Worship Radio 247 now for almost 10 years. On the 16th of July, it will be our 10th birthday, and as such, we will be required to pay our PRS license. And because of this, we're coming to you, our listeners, to help us pay this quite substantial bill. We would love you to ask the Lord how much you can donate. It's easy to donate too. Just go to the website at www.worshipradio247.org. Click on Donate. Choose the amount you would like to pay. And that's it. It would be helping the ministry and would allow us to continue broadcasting and worshipping with you. Please prayerfully consider how much you can donate. We'd love to hear from you as well. Email us at the studio studio at worshipradio247.org With your help, we will continue to broadcast the Worship Radio 247 podcast, bring you live broadcasts on our radio station, Worship Radio 247, and to continue to send TV programs around the globe with Worship TV. Worship Radio 247, taking the Father's love to the world through the power of media. Hi there and welcome to the Worship Radio 247 podcast That is what this is It is always wonderful to get your company My name is David Aldous We'll be here for the next 30 minutes or so I'm going to bring you some worship Some worship from Charlotte Lauren Who, uh, entre parenthèses meaning in between the brackets happens to be my youngest daughter bless her heart and also Beth Croft is going to be along we're going to be worshipping in spirit and in truth with her and I'll bring you Being Like Christ and Part 34D because today we're looking at Ephesians the third chapter and verse 19. We're looking at a passage of Scripture from verse 16 through to verse 21, and today we're at verse 19. Can't wait for that. If you'd like to contact us, we'd love to hear from you. This is the email address. It's studio at worshipradio247.org. That's studio at worshipradio247.org. But right now, we're going to worship... Here comes Charlotte Lauren. Oh, she's my precious daughter. You listen to this. It is magnificent.
can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. Lauren there my little girl and I can only imagine I can only imagine this message is brought to you by worship radio 247.
please visit our website at www.worshipradio247.org where you can find out more about us and listen to our live broadcast. Worship Radio 247 David's Daily Devotional It's so exciting to bring the Word of God, you know. It is so wonderful that I have this opportunity to bring you the Word of God each and every day, and then for these words to be published as a podcast so that you can listen any time you like. What an honor. What a privilege. Thank you, Jesus, for all you do. Ephesians, the third chapter. Verse 19 today, this is part 34D of our current series, Being Like Christ. We are trying to emulate our Lord Jesus Christ. We are trying to be just as he was, and he is. Verse 19 says, May you experience the love of Christ though it is too great to understand fully then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God you know I truly believe this I truly believe this in Jesus name when God gave me this mandate As he whispered in my ear, tell my people about my love. I couldn't fully comprehend it. I couldn't fully understand it or why he was calling me to do this. And I felt at the time, I'm sure he's called other people to tell his people about his love. It's not just me. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Because he called me to tell you about his love. And when I look at a verse like this, I begin to understand, I begin to comprehend just a tiny little bit of why, what the reasoning is. Paul is saying this, he's saying, may you experience the love of Christ. So he's assuming you haven't. He's assuming you haven't because he's saying, you know what, I want this for you. I want this for you so very much. In verse 18, this is what Paul says. He says, and may you have the power to understand. And again, he's assuming that you haven't fully understood. As he writes to the church in Ephesus, he says, and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is, because we need to understand God's love. It's all about God's love for us, for his people. I know we can say, you know what, when we're worshipping, we love you, Lord. We love you so very much. You know, Christ is calling to all of his people. He's calling to all of his men who are married, and he says... Love your wife as Christ loves the church. 
That means unconditionally. That means completely unconditionally. Now we can look at those four words for love, certainly three that I know of in the Greek language, agape, eros, and philio. Those three words all mean love. Philio means love toward your brother or your sister or a very close friend. Eros means a love toward your husband, your wife. And agape, from the Greek, means the love God has for us because it's unconditional. Jesus is calling us, listen, Jesus is calling us to love one another. As he loved us, we must love one another. John, the 15th chapter. And from verse 9. You see, beloved, we need to experience God's love in our lives because when we begin to experience God's love in our lives, we can then begin to love with an agape love toward those who are near and dear to us, to our friends, to those who are in our surroundings, to our neighbours, for God asks us, he nay commands us to love our neighbour as ourself. And then again we look at ourselves to see if we love ourselves and many don't. May you experience, says Paul, the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Why? Why do we need to experience the love of Christ? In other words, the love of the Father. Why? What's the point of that? Paul then says, then, say then, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. You see, oftentimes we wonder why we lack power. Oftentimes we wonder why when we pray for something, nothing happens. We often wonder why things are going wrong in our lives and we don't turn to God for help. What do we do? We try to work it out for ourselves and therefore we isolate ourselves from the living God. We can't do that anymore. We simply cannot do that any longer. And the way through this myriad of problems that we find, the way through this maze that we seem to have got ourselves into and we don't know the way out, the way through it is simple. Paul is telling us, may you experience the love of God then he goes on to say, though it's too great to understand fully. Well, he's absolutely right. Because the love that God has for us is far too huge, far too big, far too gigantic for us to understand. Because our finite brains can't take it in. It's the truth. It is absolutely the truth. I was saying to my loved one today, I have no idea why my love grows. Every day it grows more and more. It is now unconditional. There are no conditions attached to the love I feel. But sadly for some people, 
there are conditions attached. And that is where I am going wrong. And that is where I need to hear this word. As long as you are listening to this word as well, let us both, you and I, join this journey. Let us both begin to understand what Paul is saying here because we need this. We need this in our lives. We need this in our hearts. We need to fully comprehend what Paul is saying. And he says, we have to experience the love of God. Say experience. We have to, you and I, experience the love of God. Because when God's love pours down on you, I promise you, it is an experience. It happened to me some years ago that started me off on this pathway, that started me off on this ministry of telling people about God's love because God, as he was pouring his love into my life, said to me very clearly, tell my people about my love. And as I say, I didn't understand fully at that time why he was commanding me to do that. I had no idea. I just knew I had to do it. But for seven whole days and seven whole nights, God's love poured into my life. I couldn't believe what was happening. I didn't fully comprehend what was happening. And I said, Lord, what are you doing? And he said, I'm pouring my love into your life. That's what he said. I am pouring my love into your life. But why, Lord? I don't deserve this. Why? And I believe the Lord said, why not? Paul is telling us in this message, in this scripture, Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 19, he is telling us that it is important. It's a red letter day when this happens and it is important and it's something that we must seek with all due diligence. We need to say, Father, pour your love into our lives. Father, pour your love into my life. You know, ever since that happened to me, on occasion the Lord pours his love into me again and it happens without me asking for it. It just happens because God knows that at that time I need it. Perhaps I've turned my face away from him. Perhaps I'm going down the wrong pathway. Perhaps I'm not keeping my eyes fully focused on him. But what he does in response to that, instead of condemning me, he convicts me and then pours his love. Where I should be chastised, where I should be chided, where I should be told off, where I should be put on the naughty step. What is God's response? He pours his love into my life. It's unbelievable sometimes, but that is exactly what happens. And that's why I believe it. That's why I know that I know that I know that for you in your life right now, this is how you should be seeking the face of Almighty God. 
you should be turning your head heavenward and you should be saying, Lord, as you did with David, pour your love into my life. You know, as I said those words, I realized this, that the Lord has given me the heart of David. I knew this. That had been prophesied over me many times. But the Lord had given me the heart of David. But as I said, God poured his love into David's life. I meant me. But then I suddenly realized that God was referring to King David as well. And look how he did. Beloved, we need to ask him now in Jesus' name. I want you to pray with me this prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for saving me. I ask in Jesus' name, right now, Lord, that you pour your love into my life. so I can begin to understand your love for me. I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for doing that, Lord. Thank you. Amen. And amen. Oh, what a word today. Ephesians, the third chapter, and verse 9, 19, should I say. So powerful. Right now, we're going to worship God in spirit and in truth with this one from Beth Croft. And it is called, Say the Word. Empty-handed I come, reaching out for just one time. With nothing left to lose You restore what's broken Lord, my heart is wide open I've nothing left to lose Rescuer
That is Beth Croft there. And say the word. It's been great getting your company today. Wait for the next podcast. We're going to break bread together on that one. That comes in the next couple of days. And I pray in Jesus' name you have been blessed. If you have made a commitment to Almighty God, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email to this address. Studio at worshipradio247.org Thanks for joining me today. Bye-bye for now. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.